0: Welcome to this amazing, mind-blowing podcast. And right now I'm joined by Isaac and Pete from Doubt Not Compost. Good morning to you both. Good
1: morning, morning.
2: How are we today? Yeah, very well, thanks. Yeah, Yeah, good, mate, good.
0: Good, 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 good. Right, um, before we get down to the bureaucracy of it all,
2: uh, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Um... So we're just a couple of guys who uh, live in Dunedin. We've been, we had a meeting of the mines about two and a half years ago about uh, waste, compostable waste coming out of um, the hospitality sector in particular. Mm -hmm. And we just decided to do something about it. So we started off, Isaac was working at a cafe in town and I, my partner and I own a cafe and we just started composting our, our compostable organic waste uh, at a site that we were kindly let to use. Um, we started keeping records in August of 2018. Um, we go out every every twice every week to to pick up from about 30 odd cafes, restaurants, um, office buildings, food factories, uh, university bookshop. Um, We're clearing about 4 cubic metres a week, uh, diverting it from going into the Green Island landfill. Um, So, we've been out 330 odd times in in two and a half years, Uh done 4,500 individual pickups, and we've diverted uh, almost 500 cubic metres of compostable material. And this is just... Isaac and myself, occasionally, we get some mates to sub in, yeah. and we've got a little Toyota Town ace uh-huh. that we just f- stuff full of yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. a big van. Yeah.
0: That's not a big van. Um, you know, I mean, so that shows you the, the size and scope of what's coming out of um, the hospitality sector, and that's only a, a proportion of it, you know. There's a lot more out there, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, I... I'm guessing we're dealing with about five percent of our potential across a few different sectors. Wow! Yeah, so That's there's crazy. plenty of compost out there. What cafe do you own, Pete? Uh, it's called Tuppence in Waverley. Oh yeah, there you go, Tuppence. Go check it out. Yeah, go check it out.
0: Um, so I mean, there's a real need for this kind of thing, right? We talk about landfill a lot. I mean, you think about what you've seen over uh, the news in the last couple of years uh, with landfill, not just in Aote Puti, but old landfills and on the West Coast and that been exposed uh, and the dangerous materials going into the waterways and stuff like that. So, I mean, landfills are almost becoming a, a relic of the past uh, and the way that you kind of stop... Um, having to need to them and rely on them so much is doing the kind of work you're doing, right? A, a, as well as other things like a better recycling system and, and the like, right?
1: Oh, fully. It's uh, Yeah, it's also like the, the relic of the landfill should be the mindset and it should be made obsolete but also the collection point of a truck going to every single household in this entire country, it should be squashed, you know, like that's a backwards thinking mindset. So, yeah, the change needs to happen across the board, as you're saying, not just compost recycling, waste needs to be revisited.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you're trying to revisit that, and you've you you know, you've had a few dealings with the council, um, you know, a council that is pushing a really um, clean, green focus, just like Aotearoa has done for many years with 100% pure. We all know that's bullshit. Um, but... Um, <laughs> They're not really helping you out. What are, what are the problems you have with the
2: council? Um, so the land that we're currently on, we've been very kindly let to use by Logan Park High School. Uh-huh. And that is not something in the town plan. So yep. that's pretty much where our problems begin with the council. Um, and, you know, we've offered... If, if there was a more appropriate place, we'd just go there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we've offered to become any particular entity. You know, we're we're a limited company right now because that's what we needed to do to open a bank account. But we would we see ourselves as a not for, not for profit community organisation, and you know we just need some help to become that mm-hmm. on an appropriate site. Yeah. And they are, you know, the council staff, I would have thought are the people in paid positions to help this happen, help facilitate that. But for whatever reason, it's just not happening. Now, that
0: you were saying, you've, you've said to me that they want to classify you as a landfill. What does that mean?
1: That means that the town planning is not up to date, it's behind it's like the same thing as the landfills so we can't get a resource consent for composting Mm -hmm. doesn't exist, it's not the the precedent hasn't been set, no one wants to take that jump forward to be the change and then maybe not do it right or who knows what the main underlying issue is there but the so the answer is and the way that we can get a resource consent and the way that they will work with us is if they go if we find an old landfill when we go on that landfill that's already consented to be a landfill and then they'll re-consent us as a landfill to then be composting so mm. the polar opposite of what a landfill is yeah
0: but one of the reasons why you want to compost is the fact that you the material that you create through composting you want to use mm. and i assume if you're going on to an old landfill or an old contaminated site, you're pretty much making those that product void. Uh,
2: yeah, not necessarily. If, you know, you're working on top of the land, you're not really incorporating anything from your working surface, ideally. Yeah. Um, you know, you'd put down a concrete pad or you'd, you'd lay uh, a high-density polyethylene barrier and then yeah. fill it full of gravel and drainage and then compost on that, thus... Creating a buffer zone, um, you know, the old working surface of the Green Island tip would be a fantastic place for this to happen because it's not going to be anything else. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's a site that is doomed to be unoccupied forever because of its legacy.
0: Yeah,
2: but you can have you could easily operate it as a transfer station because the point of what we're doing is nothing ends up in the ground forever. It all gets moved on. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, I mean, uh, so the council, they don't have the mechanisms in place to do this yet. Uh, but, I mean, does it seem to you guys like they don't even want to start getting those processes like, underway?
1: I think it would... It would look that way a little bit. Um, I think, like anything, it has to go through proper procedures, etc., etc. et cetera. But uh, this week, earlier, there was a meeting by the something around the committee that's looking at the services and what can be done and things that can happen and it got critiqued very heavily by the councillors um which is going to happen but it didn't seem that they were overly receptive to change in ideas they wanted the ideas put in front of them fully outlined to then go and work with yeah not uh, parts of the ideas and then shape them as they progress um which is kind of what's going to have to happen, right? If you keep planning, 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 you're never going to get to that 2030 carbon neutral or whatever. Like, you've, if you're going to plan for the next 10 years, it won't work. But if you start it and evolve as you go, kind of like what we're doing, maybe that could help with a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. Um, changing the idea of transfer stations to be resource recovery centres, um, et etc. et cetera. Like, there's so many different things going on and things happening in this community, but... They all need to be lined up. You know, there's people like Cargill's Enterprise doing battery recycling and e-waste recycling and um, all sorts of people doing little good bits and dental recycling at certain dentist places and things like that. They need to all be kind of slapped right in front of them to see it to maybe create that change. Yeah. 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 But, so yeah. So I don't I couldn't tell you if they're receptile. yeah or the word used in the in, by a few councillors that the mood of the city so <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean we're talking you know they're talking a lot about Smooth Hill now it's taken 30 years uh, to get from the planning stages to yeah. to uh, almost a reality but let's be honest it's still a wee way off here and t- to the point that it may not even happen yet you know nothing set in stone uh, with Smooth Hill um, but If you're looking at creating a new landfill, surely you're going to be looking at creating other services around it to make sure you don't need to um, use it as much as we have been
2: with Green Island, right? Mm. Well, that's exactly right. The landfill is the destination of last resort in an ideal world. I think it's quite telling that the ORC has rejected the smooth hill application initially and told the council to go away and explore alternatives. Now, I would have thought that the alternatives would have been thoroughly explored, you know. None of this is new. And that's the most galling part about it is Timaru, for example, started their waste management transformation in 2008 when they realised they had 12 years of airspace left in their tip, right? Yeah. At that point, we had 14 years of resource consent left. So it wasn't even a space issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Timaru now, 12 years later, has 19 years of airspace left in their tip. So they've added 31 years to when they initially saw that they had a problem. That's amazing. We recognised we had a problem at the same point, and they did a little bit of yellow bin stuff um and created recycling industry out at green island and then um pretty much ran into insurmountable contamination problems Uh which really stymied all of the effort there uh to the point where you don't really hear about it anymore um aside from that the other thing that has been in the media regarding waste management is the Weybridge. They've been talking about that since 2014. When a couple of councillors decided that the the case for the Weybridge needed uh, further investigation, so six years later, I guess that's been completed. Weybridge is going in next year, but yeah. then the tip shutting two years later. Yeah. So what's the point in that? <laughs> you know, there's this. I I don't know what the problem is. There's problems everywhere. And, you know, Dave Cole was mayor for nine years or however long, and he was there that whole time. And Benson Pope and Vandebris and all these long-termers have been there for ages and known about this for ages and have done nothing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you still see in the paper last week old love from... um, from northeast valley suggesting at a community forum that composting might be a good idea for dunedin well, i mean yeah it is yeah yeah good yeah. on you for pointing that out because clearly we obviously still need to
0: yeah which is absolutely ridiculous but this is it right i mean the council um seems to move on things slowly whether or not that's um because they're scared of what things may reveal if they move fast uh, but you know the power poles um the, the, the water pipes, um, the esplanade, the beaches, like so many other things, um, that have become a problem because they've moved on it so slowly, um, they're just doing it again, right? Yeah. And this yeah. this is and it's not just going to cost the the city in terms of financially this time. It's going to cost us in terms of environmental impact as well.
2: Yeah. And you know, they're the ones that declared the climate emergency, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. It seems to me there's a few people around the city trying to do things about that. Yeah. But it's no one from the central organisation. You know, they're just... I don't know. I don't know what they're doing.
0: So what do we need? Do we need support from the community? Do we need people out there to write to the council?
1: Um, support's good, but, I mean, also, like, there's things there, right? The like waste minimisation grant. That's money that's allocated in this thing. They highlighted that that money isn't going anywhere and that people aren't applying with the right ideas and whatever, whatever. So they had a waste jam 18 months ago to create the ideas with people that want to do it. They didn't bring the ideas to the party. They brought people together to make ideas. This is an idea that's working and we've been rejected the last two times for... Wait, or not the last two times, but we've applied twice and been rejected twice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Even though we're meeting all of those outlined objectives that... The waste minimization grant is there to achieve sure some of these reasons are a bit of bureaucracy and resource consent etc cetera, etc cetera, but does, we're you thinking you know like the hot that work with us to then give us this yeah so how does someone like the Otago Polytechnic get a waste minimization grant of 40 grand off of the council when they're a organisation making money like do they need money or do community projects need money. So mm-hmm. how do you how do, how do they work together and then create composting on their own site yeah. to service their own business, not the communities? And yet someone trying to create the community uh, waste management is getting told, no, sorry, that's actually not up to speed. Well, that's not what we want.
0: So they need to, sh- you know, in a, in a way, they need to they need somebody from their side to show you the
2: hoops that you've got to go through, right? Because they're not you, you don't you can't see the hoops.
0: Yeah,
1: no.
2: but also like we we both work full time, like yeah, we have to yeah. make a living outside of this. Like literally, we're just doing this because it needs to be done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So for and everybody to know you. They have as the as time as well. and the money to explore this further and to really flesh it out, you know, and that's what we need we've identified a couple of sites with them that would be appropriate so that's a good start we are preparing a case to present maybe further up the chain yeah um, but that takes time you know when you're doing it very part time but there's good people around the place trying things we just we need to come together i guess and and present a united front with half a dozen people in the room talking to the councillors, not one person or two people getting grilled, you know. Yeah. And and then just say, look, you guys need to pull your pull your finger out and help us out. Where's
0: where's McTavish on this?
2: Well, she's an advisor to the mayor. Time to advise the mayor. Thank
0: Um, Well, we're gonna to have to leave it there. We're running out of time. But if um, if there's anyone else, I- any, could you give us a little bit of a lowdown on the people? Oh, there's too many people, but there's quite a lot of cafes around the place, including your place, uh, that are involved in this project. So if you can um, go to those cafes, so if you can find out, certainly uh, where so anywhere we can find out who they are. So
1: which so, is yeah yeah for sure. Um, at some point of time, we've definitely given a shout out to all of our cafes on Instagram. We're kind of trying to build those profiles a little bit. But uh, I mean, like from this morning, we've gone and we've picked up from Long Dog, Esplanade, Salt, uh, Heritage, Catalyst, Number Seven, Catalyst, Vanguard, Bay Road, Standard Kitchen, kitchen, Orb, um, Orb, Grid, All Press, press, Tuppence, Tuppence, The Print Room, UBS. Far, uh, Cocoa Lounge, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe and there's bucket yeah. loads, eh? and we oh. forget some. Sorry if we've got you, Adjo, Blacks Road Grocery. Um, there's heaps of good sorts out there doing it. And all of those people have come to us because they want it to happen. They're the community asking for it, right?
0: Yeah. So yeah. they've
1: sourced us. So the mood is good.
0: All right. So find out <laughs> more, I Doubt Not Compost, on um, Instagram. Yeah, and all the companies will be out there too, so that you can support them um, to support the boys, and let's get the, let's get the council supporting this program. I uh, thank you both for coming in. Thanks, man. Here's- all of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.